Welcome to FMAO, for mature audiences only, with your hosts, Jay Caslow and Tommy Danger. Hello, adults in the room. Welcome to FMAO, for mature audiences only, where we share our anomalous perspectives on societal trends. I am Jay Caslow. I'm in Philly, and I'm joined by my partner in crime here, Tommy Danger, who's not here. He's over in New York City. Tommy. Hey. How are you identifying today? Hello, Jay, my fellow adult in the room. I am identifying as a fat, happy, mostly naked Buddha. <laughs> fat Buddha. Uh, a fat Buddha. I like you it. know, normally, like, are you kind of bloated like, today? I'm kind of bloated today, and and I'm also happy and stoic. Normally, people don't think stoic is happy, but for, for me, it is. I'm a happy, stoic Buddha. Uh, how are you identifying as, Jay? <laughs> I, I, I am identifying as a total blank. I got too many thoughts in my head bustling around. I can't pick one to identify as. You need to... Uh, I am to null and void. Into- Tommy and I, we, this is our episode four of mm-hmm. our podcast, and... Uh, we have, if you've been listening so far, you know we are kind of long, I don't want to say long-winded, but we are, you know, we're, we're verbose, full of ideas, full of vigor and whimsical ramblings. Um, so we, we, we talk for a while. So, but we have been having internal conversations about keeping it tight for YouTube because we're still yet to actually post our first YouTube video. Yeah. But for today, what are we going to talk about today? All right. Let's talk about abortion. Part two. There Jay and I, uh, Ready for a, round a couple two. of weeks ago, we, we, uh, the return of the abortion, the return of the date fetuses, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think, I think it was part of our second episode where the the uh, yet to be called out by mainstream media insider of the Supreme Court leaked that the Supreme Court would and eventually did over the past few days uh, overturn Roe v. Wade and that has actually happened and yeah today we will be uh, dissecting that and <laughs> it's a societal trend it's a massive societal trend and we have. A lot of, uh, as Jay said, whimsical observations about how this world of ours is going to hell, and we we have our our snarky uh, takes on that, but we also we're gonna have fun here. So uh, yeah. one thing that I in the pre-recording session we just had, I pointed out to Jay, and I was just kind of like. Scouring the news, seeing if there's anything going on. I just put it Supreme Court and hit Google News. And I just realized, dude, it's, and I was telling Jay this, dude, it's like football season, like Supreme Court season. Like they're just busting out ruling after ruling after, like it's court is a session for sure. Gravel, bang, bang. You know, like it's just like, yeah, that's awesome. It's like Dodgers every day. Let, let's go. Let's go. Let's see, let's see what's going on. Jay, how do you? Uh, how would you like to uh, start us off here? 
Uh, so, yeah, we had our little pre, pre-game chat. And then before this, I actually caught up with a, a friend, my friend Charles. And, you know, he and I don't really see eye to eye on a lot of things. But we're at least in the general realm of we can still converse and talk, you know, about controversial issues, vaccines and pandemic and all the stuff. Although he rolls my eyes every time. He rolls his eyes. He doesn't roll my eyes. He rolls his <laughs> eyes. Every time I mention Bill Gates, so it's like I'm like a conspiracy theorist or whatever, so I don't know. But, yeah, so we, he, he just asked me what my thoughts were on abortion today, and I obliged reluctantly. And it's a weird thing, right? Because, like, I don't mind sharing my views on pretty much any topic. I mean, I think that's why the podcasting thing lends itself well to people like myself and you as well, right, Tommy? Because you're probably like, and I like kind of Bill Burr's take on things too, right? Because Bill Burr will come out and admit and say, like, ah, I don't know shit, you know? Like, I'm just some, I'm just some fucking guy, you know? Don't listen to, don't listen to what I say, you know? <laughs> so, but he's got that general vibe where, hey, we- Billy old dumbass. With that, with that little disclaimer, he can then go on to say anything he wants to say. Plus, he's like a defined comedian. So what the danger is, and, and Charles was actually kind of warned. He's like, Charles was kind of getting in my case, like kind of like, make sure you give a, a disclaimer to your audience, basically not for anybody to take you seriously because I'm so uninformed about this issue, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's where I'm like, walking this fine line right of like how informed are we or not and funny enough funny enough like it doesn't matter where your friend charles is coming on from the left or the right like like to be that like on eggshells about like don't don't rock the boat don't 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 mislead people don't don't misinform people like right. come on, like I, I'm sure he's your acquaintance friend, but come on, man, have a spine, Jesus, you know? Yeah, I mean, like you know, I'll, I'm going to repeat some things today that I said to him, and like, mm-hmm. like first, I'll start out by saying this: like, I am a man, and even though I can get pregnant, and how do you? What is a man? How do you define a man? Well, you can't define a man. You can't define a woman. <laughs> so, or else you're transphobic if you do. So, but yeah, all kidding aside, I, I am a man, a legitimate man. And, mm-hmm. and, and for that reason, I'm supposed to shut the fuck up about the abortion mm-hmm. issue. And yet here we are, two mm-hmm. men talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Two men. We, we don't have kids. Not that we know of. Not that yeah, I know uh, of. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, this, so this is a little bit of sort of the, the preamble here. It was just, just kind of like, in a way, it's like I don't have a lot of skin in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Because I haven't impregnated anybody, like you said, like to my knowledge. I am not in fear of being aborted myself because I'm already here. And I have no, how do I put this in words? Like, it's like a zero risk of me impregnating anybody anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I abstained as a Christian for, you know, basically 30 yeah. years from sex. So I was that, you know, that whole abstinence option that people just mm-hmm. laugh at is not actually being an option. 
Well, mm-hmm. it, it, it is an option, and people do choose that. People actually choose mm-hmm. to not have sex, and not mm-hmm. because they're I asexual. Was reading, I was but, reading how there was a study, <clears throat> there was a massive study on, on Americans and the frequency of sex or how, what's, and they were focusing on uh, people who haven't had sex. And it turned, and I thought of you immediately, and I thought of you <laughs> great. Know, funny enough, like when you think of people not having sex, you think of Jay. Wonderful. Yeah. Maybe but I need to start I, shutting up about all this, like my no, sex life like, or lack of sex life, just, because <laughs> I don't want people thinking I'm an incel. We established that last time. I'm a vol cell, not an incel. I am voluntarily choosing. But the funny thing was, I'm not attracted people, to women. These days, the majority of you'll you'll enjoy this. I, I knew I would get some salt from your side, but I, I, I know you'd enjoy this. The majority of the people, more than 50 percent of the people who haven't had sex in a year, they, they looked at in a year's time and three years time. And that a good portion of the people or who haven't had sex in those two frames have have a significant other. They're living with a partner. And in that time, they haven't had sex. Whoa. So it's like what? I don't know what exact I don't recall most, what the exact number is, but it's not like married, married couples mostly. Probably long term couples makes sense, but it's wow. like still you're living with someone who is your romantic sexual partner, but you haven't had sex in a year, and also wow. it's not like overwhelming majority of them are singles living by themselves. No, it's like it was like half and half almost for, or it's got a considerable number of people who are. In a, in a serious relationship, or at least cohabitating, right? Um, but they haven't had sex. So <clears> that kind of gives way to the <clears throat> popularity of one of my favorite subreddits, uh, uh, Dead Bedroom. And a lot of people just go on that subreddit just to anonymously complain Wait, and talk about... Uh, about not having just, a sex life? Just About not having sex, even though you cohabitate. Oh, really? There's a Reddit subgroup. Dedicated to dead people in couples that aren't having sex. Dead bedrooms. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> that, that whole, which wow. was, which, you know, how we recorded, how we became red pilled our and episode number one, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, but, uh, but that's how I got started with the dead bedrooms, divorce, soon to be divorced, kind of divorced mm-hmm. husbands or this divorced men, things, things. That part of Reddit is how I got started, which led me to MGTOW and Red Pill hmm. and Manosphere and so on and so forth. Interesting. I didn't know this. Yeah. But what, but kind of steering the boat back to what, how we got started, let me just play a little bit of devil's advocate. Like, why do you, as a man, as a part of the patriarchy, you know, like with no skin in the game, you know, it's my body, my choice. You're a man. You don't have a say in this. Why do you get to say... Uh, why do you get to go on your podcast well, and talk about this issue? Because I'm an American citizen and we have freedom of speech. I mean, it's as simple as that. I can literally say mm-hmm. anything I want as long as it's not illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't threaten violence, even mm-hmm. though people are doing that from the left right now all over Twitter and they're not getting in trouble for it. Yeah. But that's, yeah. That, that's an aside. Um, for, you've seen, you've seen the, Gates set up in front of the Supreme Court. You've seen um, law enforcement all over, but <coughs> I mean, it's well, I don't. It's not sim, It's not the same as January six. You know, it's very different. Um, right. And, uh, and just as a sidebar, the New York Times has printed last in twenty twenty one. They've talked about how the Capitol Police 
has a stand down, stand down issue order, order issued. So, you know, both January 6th and abortion, for me, it's like very fun, but very like not important, you know? Even though we're going to talk about it, but it's like, it's, they're Do you both mean the, like in terms of relevance to our lives, like you and me? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, th- yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like we're almost talking about abortion as much as we are just because that is the hot topic of the day. And this show that we're starting, like, and I've kind of mentioned in the previous episodes a little bit about this, like, but there's a moment here to distinguish between introversion, my introversion podcast and this show, because I've really been thinking about it lately. Like, I'm glad, and I was telling you this, I think, the other day, like, I'm glad that you and I have this space here where we can talk about all of these controversial issues happening in our society that do affect us. But with the introversion podcast, I kind of want it to be just about like me and my own thoughts and my own experiences in life, you know, where it's less about what's going on in society, you know, because I've been podcasting there for the last two years and that's largely what it's been. It's been me and my life and society, which means the pandemic and all that stuff. But they're, they're obviously intertwined when an issue is like that, like abortion Eh, I'm not, I don't want to talk about abortion on the introversion podcast. Cause all I'm going to do is like alienate people, you know, without any, it, it, and it doesn't affect my life personally, like what we're talking about. <clears throat> Whereas I think this is a space FMAO where we can just explore all of these topics and have fun, like evolving our views, you know, like, I mean, going into last recording, you thought the universe is totally fair. <laughs> And then, then you talked to me. I actually and then had by to. The end of it, I was like, listening. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. But that's I was cool. Like, this is how to we can it. feel out ideas. I was listening to it. I had to stop it right there because I was like, oh, I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how, like, exactly what we said. We have fun yeah. making mistakes and learning. It just like it was a yeah. thought exercise, and yeah. I aired it out. And immediately, I was like, okay, I have to retract this. This is not, I have to find a better word, better, because I, I knew you knew, like, where I was trying to get at. Yeah, like, yeah. We, you were talking about like, basically people having agency and, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But going back to, I mean, not really talking about what's going on on, but kind of like the outer fun observations. Like, for me, I noticed, here's, here's a fun fact. There are only so there's nine justices in the Supreme Court, um, nine nine judges justices. The the ones I believe the ones who have been nominated by a Republican president outnumber by a Democrat president. Mm. So I think I think there's three only three from the combination of Clinton and Obama. And mm. six of those six, which was, was really wasn't surprising. It, wasn't it six to three, the vote? Six to three, yeah. So of yeah. those six, get this, of the six who have been nominated by a Republican president, three have been nominated by the lovely Donald J. Trump. That's a good thing, not a bad thing, by the way. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. And the most recent being because of the passing of RBG, of Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, another one. So it was just, I didn't realize that at the time how momentous it is. But And he, Trump has yeah. 
vocally multiple times stated, according to something I read quickly today, uh, that he wanted to pick a a justice who would overturn Roe v. Wade. So this is mm. years ago, but now here we are, and we're seeing the effects of Trump's presidency. And this is the American democracy at its finest. I mean, at its best it's gonna, and at its worst, I guess, depending on how you're. Yeah, but it's it, checks and balances, yeah. you know? It but is it's like, interesting how all these uh, people on the left look at January 6th like those were unpatriotic, terrorist, domestic terrorists, like whatever. You know, they think. And then now, look at all the quotes from AOC and that black lady in California, whatever her name is, I forget. They're all talking about, like, we got to burn it all down. We got to, you know, destroy the Supreme Court, like, destroy everything. We got to. Yeah, I was just they're like. Already at, they're already attacking pregnancy centers and I think in different <laughs> courthouses in Texas and other places, they're like mm -hmm. fires and riots and stuff. And I'm like. Slut lies matter. Slut lies matter. Who's <laughs> mad? Well, dude, specifically on that, let's on that point of slut lives matter. Let's t let's let's mm -hmm. zero in right there because this is one something mm -hmm. specifically I want to think about and just talk about out loud. I keep hearing. So whenever somebody is debating with me about abortion and they hear my views, and I was literally like with Charles, I was just talking about that that diagram of the procedure. And by the way, I did confirm that I watched another video, like from an actual doctor who's performed these abortions before. And he said, he's going to, he stopped doing that years ago in his career. So, but, so but he walked quick, through the process. Yeah. It's a quick preface for people listening and watching um, there. If you could just Google, you know, like for mature audiences only, if you just Google, um, the actual graphic of a little video of how yeah. abortion pro like procedure maybe I'll happens. maybe I'll include a link to the video in the show notes for this because the one the like both I of just... us we were texting a few days yeah. ago how disturbing it was yeah. like it's even though it's yeah. just a graphic it's an animation yeah. Yeah. but it's like but it explains ahead. the take, procedure take and and this yeah. was the one I saw today was from a different doctor who's who's a gynecologist and he's award winning renowned and. He talked about when he did abortions, this is the procedure. This is how it works. And and that was second term. He said after whatever it was, mm -hmm. uh, between 10 and 24 weeks, somewhere in there or something. Mm -hmm. So this isn't even like the last minute things. This is like anywhere mm -hmm. from 10 weeks on, this is what you've got. You've got, a, and he was like, mm -hmm. you measurements, you've got a baby about this size. And, you know, so. 10 weeks, you, that's two months. You, more than two months, you missed, you missed. Two periods, you know, like, well, but here's the thing, getting back to this issue is like, some people will say, well, you know, some women, they, they, their period is irregular or this or that, or they don't show any, you know, growth or whatever. So mm -hmm. I, I will, I mean, I, from what I've heard, sometimes there are women who don't realize they're pregnant until the uh, 10th week or 11th week or 12th week. Mm -hmm. And then what do we do? Right. Cause we're at that mm -hmm. point where I'm like, well, mm -hmm. this is the procedure. So like what I was kind of saying to Charles, I saw that procedure and I'm just like, this is appalling. Like this is, it's flat out disgusting. I mean, he asked me my opinion and I'm like, look, I don't have a lot of skin in the game, but I look at that and I'm like, I'm vehemently disgusted by it. And I don't know how any mm -hmm. person with a conscience or a soul 
cannot mm-hmm. feel revolted or disgusted at the thought of like going mm-hmm. in with these like pliers and chopping mm-hmm. a baby to pieces. You grab the leg, you tear that off and this and that. And it's just like piece by piece. They have to get it out that way. And I'm like limb by limb limb. Yeah. Part yeah. by part, limb by limb, what, you know, however long it takes. And then he said they're literally counting the limbs on a table to make sure they got it all, you know. So all of this, and again, I'll include the video. It's terrible. It's truly awful. And, like, why is there not any conversation about this? Like, why is there not more education and knowledge about how this is done, what is happening? Because I, I bet you if it was more broadcast, there's mm-hmm. definitely people on the fence. Because I've never been... I mean, back when I was a conservative Christian, I was always pro-life, like most conservative mm-hmm. Christians back in the day. But then I became, you know, Obama, Democrat, whatever. Then I started having sex in my 30s. And then all of a sudden I was kind of like, oh, okay, what if I got somebody pregnant and they wanted to get rid of it and I didn't, I wasn't in love with them and whatever. It's like, you know, maybe I could go along with abortion, you know, whatever. So I was kind of always then walking this fine line between pro-life, pro-choice, and still to this day. Mm-hmm. And, and, but... Bringing you back to the point I was saying is like whenever it's like I, I say that diagram, I feel like the pushback is always like, well, you know, that's that's late term. Nobody's pushing for late term. Like th- th- we're talking uh, about now. No, they are. I know. But it, this is the thing. It's like, well, he might not be. Charles might not. His girlfriend might not be or the people he's stuck. But like there are very radical, loud leftists. And I told him about the governor of Virginia and that video that was out. I don't know if you saw that. There one. was a I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So, so I think this was really blown out of proportion. There was a pro, pro-choice campaign by Hollywood actors and actresses at a time where, and you can look this up, uh, Olivia Wilde came on. She was very pregnant, like to a point where her belly button, like she she had a midriff, so that her huge, like she basically had a bra on, a, a tube top on. So it's like she was showing her huge belly. Olivia Wilde is not a big person by any means. Her belly button was about to shoot out. That's how pregnant mm-hmm. she was. But she was coming on this very pro-choice political campaign video, saying like, if I wanted to. I could right now. Like, that was what she was saying. Like, she wow. still wanted to have the choice of killing the baby that was inside of her, which she's obviously in her third trimester, wow. which is sick. It is yeah. sick. Yeah. It is sick. So going back to original, and now I'm getting animated, yeah. going back to our original point was like, why would we, two guys who are not interested in getting married, not interested in having babies, we don't think, we, we probably haven't, been anywhere close to having babies ourselves, you know, a pregnant aid woman. Why will we have skin in the game? Because we're still part of this society and this mm-hmm. society is going to shit, you know, and we're going to be vocal about it. We're going to be talking yeah. against it. You know? I mean, on a certain, again, this comes down to like us talking about it on a philosophical or intellectual or moral ethical basis. Like is we're having a conversation about it. Like, and this is an example that I brought up with Charles earlier today that I want to share now, which is basically like the way I look at it. And again, he just asked me my opinion. I'm going to give it to you. And this is our podcast. We share our opinions here. That's what we do. So to me, I look at it like, okay, the Nazis, right? The Nazis, they wanted to, you know, exterminate all these Jews, right? Oh, well, they're not people. They're animals. The Jews are animals. They're not people. 
So mm-hmm. it's okay. We're justified. We can kill them all. Like just exterminate mm-hmm. them, round up. They're not. We're not they're not people. So we're not killing mm-hmm. them. Likewise, uh, in America, white people, black African slaves, uh, mm-hmm. the, the whole three fifths compromise and all the shit. Like mm-hmm. they're like we can enslave them. They're not people. They're, they're property. It's like yeah, they're property. They're animals. They're not mm-hmm. full people. They're not a human being. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason why I'm bringing these up is like it's justification. Justification, if you can justify and say, well, a black person is not a full human being, so we can enslave them that, whatever. For, the Nazis for, and the Jews, even for, unvaccinated. For the women, people. too, before we gave women's, you know, the right to vote, the right to mm-hmm. own property, so on and so forth. Yeah. And, 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 and I bring that up, I brought that up earlier, and I bring that up now is because, like, look, there's a pattern of justification, you know, and... What what does the left call it now? It's like it's a clump of cells. It's not a human being. It's just it's 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 fetal matter. It's just the same language. Know, it's, it's sludge. Yeah, they're dehumanizing. I'm like I, I don't understand how you can look at an ultrasound. Hmm. You see the heart beating. You see little fingers moving. The mother will feel the baby kick when it kicks. Like all of these things, and I'm like, even if you don't see it as a human being. How can you call that? How can people call that like a lump of cells that's just like nothing? I, I to me, I'm like, what? What is that? You know? Because I'm like, what, I, what? Do you have any ideas about that? Because I'm like, what is that? Like, how people can, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's like me walking out and the sky is blue, but um, people are like, no, 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 it's not blue. It's it's um, I don't know what it's red. Mm-hmm. The green, the grass isn't green. It's it's mm-hmm. purple. I'm like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? It's green, isn't it? It's green. The grass is green. The sky's blue. I'm just like... Which is like, how can you not say that person is delusional, you know, mentally challenged? Yeah, I'm like, know? what is really going on? But then this is like so many friends of mine, you know? Like, this is so <laughs> many, like, friends, family members, New York, like, reasonable, regu- regular people that I've known in my life. And, and I'm like... We can't talk about this because if I say that stuff, I'm like, well, I'm a guy, you know, and and, and they think they look at me as crazy. They look at us as crazy. Well, or that we're we have no say in the matter. And I'm like, okay, look, if the Germans are killing, if the Nazis are killing Jews, I am neither German or Jewish Mm -hmm. and I'm an American. So the war is over there. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's not my place. Sure. Mm -hmm. But can't I still come out and say I think it's wrong that the Nazis are murdering all those Jews. That's just my take. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy. I'm an American. I'm over here. But that's what I think. Mm-hmm. You know? Because that's how I feel about it. All of that stuff that I said, plus my sort of right to talk about it and say it. To throw my two cents out there in the world. At the same time, you and I have talked. It's like it's like we don't have skin in the game. It's not really my issue. So, And, and we've talked before about the nihilism that I have and you have, I'm not going to speak for you, but like to some degree, I'm kind of checked out from society and the world where I'm just kind of like, Oh, fuck it. You know, it's all, if they abort 600 billion babies, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm still here, you know, like my life will go on. Like I'm going to continue doing everything that I do, but do I think it's morally reprehensible? Yeah. You know, it, you know it's like I mean? it's like, like 
it's like this. This is, I'm listening to you. I'm taking on it. It's like this. Say there's a social interaction between you and another person, whether that person is a friend, a colleague, a stranger on the street. Um, and I talked about this before where I want to behave somewhat similarly to whatever context, whatever situation with the same amount of respect or <laughs> sometimes disrespect to, to whoever it is, no matter if that person is very powerful or has very little power. But it's this, if, if it, it takes me so much energy and sometimes luck, it's sometimes my own mood, but it is sometimes a situation where if something wrong is happening, and even this person could be very close to me or a complete stranger. This could person could be my client, my superior, whatever. But it's like, um, no, that's not right. What what you're doing is not right. What's going on here is not right. And I have to chime in on this. Mm-hmm. I actually remember now that I'm saying this, I actually do remember saying this to one of my contract positions where, you know, I was working for them part of my day job. Um, I wasn't there full-time in-house, but I was there on a re- fairly regular basis over the span of a couple years. So they got to know me. I got to know them. Small operation. Um, in the nonprofit sector, too. So I, I, I was kind of hesitant to say that, but I do, because nonprofit that has carries a certain level of uh, morals and ethics because, you know, you're doing this for the greater good, a social purpose. But they had compliance issues internally and I kept telling them this is a compliance issue. This is not good. This is not cool. I'm not okay with doing it like this. I'm not being okay knowing this and being part of a operation, you know, if, and I told them multiple times the last time I said, you keep doing this. I'm going to be walking out. I'm going to be walking out. I'm going to, you know, insist mm-hmm. on you paying me for the last minute I work for here. And you know, like I'm going to be very upset. I'm not implying that I would talk to people about it, but that was kind of the undertone of what I was saying. Mm. It's like, I'm going to be very upset. So they, then they, they finally course corrected, but it is, I, I do look upon that as nothing to be proud of, but I am glad that I voiced my opinion yeah. at an injustice that was going on, even right. though it might not have been a big issue. But to me, as someone who wants to be in a situation that is ethical, moral, you know, some basis, some foundation, you know, and right. I think that's what you and, and I are doing weird. here yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. It's weird too, because we're like irreligious people now. Mm. And, and that's another whole layer of this thing is like the fact that this is such a religious issue. And, and the more and more I thinking about it recently, I'm like, this shouldn't be a religious issue. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think the pro-life thing is inherently, like, Christian. You know? And I, a case in point, like, you or me, like, it's... Uh, I haven't explicitly said or asked you, but, like, it seems like you and I are becoming more pro-life, like, by the day. In a, in a, and I don't funny know, in, enough, funny enough, we... I, I, and I won't speak for you, but I... After, you know, the 30 years of the first 30 years of my life, grew up in the church. Now I'm like in my early 40s. I realized the importance of morals, like living with morals, yeah. like living with strong morals, like living with a strong moral compass. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the like, moral compass. Yeah. Just in terms of like doing right or wrong in the world, like just really mm-hmm. dicking people over or, you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm on a fundamental level, like 
and you, I think you and I both feel like society's starting to go off the rails the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know how you feel, but for me, it's like, I can navigate this in a way where I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to be all right? Like, despite COVID and forced vaccines and all these other things, mm-hmm. you know, or <laughs> it's like these heavy issues in society, right? It's like, how long can we go where we just try to avoid it and take care of our own selves doing our own thing? Because it doesn't seem like eventually it's going to come back to like get us. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like we can push the fight till later and later and later or let other people fight that fight. And when it finally comes affects us, then we'll join the fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I, I talked to you about this, you know, in our, you know, off the air conversations where... I've called myself an informed, apolitical person. I was hanging out with some people the over the weekend, and they asked. Politics came up, and I wasn't going deep as we're going deep right now, but I did share with everyone that I I was an informed, apolitical person. They were like, "Oh, that's an interesting label and group. Like, I never heard of that. Uh, you know, are you part of some kind of group here in New York City?" The yes, group. I said a group, a group of one. <laughs> I came up with that label by myself. Um, I don't know if there are other people using that. By all means, it's not a thing. Maybe I should make it a thing. But also, I mean, going with that uh, that topic, I've been sharing with you. I'm like, I've never been this close to being political in the sense that I might register as a Republican only because I want to really fight back against. I want to do what I can to fight back into this this really extreme level of morally bankrupt not even bankrupt morally yeah. like like malicious and just corrupting and viral and i mean virus talk about viruses i mean and it's just wrong 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 yeah and i think that oh here's and kind of switching it just a little bit but here's the pattern that i've been seeing it as well with you know everything in terms of like abortion and in terms of rape, in terms of yeah, it's that, like that's another in terms thing. of divorce, these three things have a pattern to me that I'm seeing because like women it seems like women in the liberal movement right now, they they want like choice, optionality, freedom, all that feminism, all that. But it's like I was just watching and I think we watched the same video we talked about it where on this uh, interview podcast forum style where there was a one male host and three female guests, two of the two female guests were pretty conservative values. And one of them was pretty staunchly liberal pro feminism and all that. And she was just really headstrong about you as a woman, you can fall in love, get married, settle down. But if you want to divorce, you can divorce anytime you want, you know? So that kind of rhetoric is like anywhere as a woman, you can, you know, you can decide to get pregnant, but if you want to terminate, you you have the choice to like take care of your body, do whatever it is, and terminate the pregnancy. As a woman, you can consent to sex. There's you know sexual intercourse. There's penetration. There's it's been going on for minutes now, but you can revoke your consent. Like it, that that rhetoric of like you could you can do everything that leads you to that situation, but also you could also pull back. It is. That's how is that not a power move? That's a power move, mm-hmm. you know. 
And that is... is, Isn't it in a way, because I have this theory as you're talking about it, like Mm -hmm. as I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, I I feel like a lot of this issue, the way women are getting so militant, even like normal, regular, non-militant feminists, but just like regular female friends of mine on Facebook. Just someone watching just on Instagram, Twitter, CNN, just just a regular person, regular woman. Like, yeah, they're all coming out of the woodwork from what I can see now. And I feel like the rhetoric is very much like this is a women versus men issue. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that? Because I feel that a lot of their language and rhetoric is just my body and men can go fuck themselves. Like, you know, like it's almost like it's not even about the baby. It's, you know what I mean? Like that's I almost feel this issue is not about a baby inside. This is about men can get away with shit like they can fuck around and leave scot-free and they have the right or you know the biological ability to do that mm-hmm. whereas women are stuck mm-hmm. with a baby so they you know there's kind of an injustice there you know what i'm saying like an imbalance mm-hmm. and i can kind of see where they're coming from where it's like guys have it easier like guys can stand up and pee women have to sit mm-hmm. down and pee Mm-hmm. And there's that kind of animosity that brews from that, where mm-hmm. women, I think, are resenting men. And I think they look at this issue as, you know what I mean? It's like they want to have that one up. It's almost like this, you know, pile on, like, but But it's like, it goes, it, it, the mystery, like, that's a great point within the mystery, but it's like, it goes deeper than that because they want to have, their their antagonist, their enemy, their their opponent is not a real person. It's like it's not a, it's not men. It's not Trump. It's it's just this idea or delusion of a patriarchy, you know? Because it's so and for me, I, I know that that's patently true. That's concretely true. Because all their arguments just fall, just just crumble, just unravel with simple counter arguments. I was dating this girl, and we've been like friends with benefits, um, just you know, just hooking up, right? And she said something that led me to like stop seeing her because it just took the um, the the funness out of it, yeah, and the wind out probably of because sails. my fault because I brought up something political. But yeah, you're again, the one it is who's me. been pretty good at keeping it casual versus me. I'm the yeah. one who's like, I can't. But the, it was for what it is. We're we're two consulting adults. We're having fun. It was you know. But yeah. at the same time, we I brought up something political, probably because I was getting comfortable or bored with her. And she said something about I said something about to the tune of like most rape victims are men in jail. Like it's right. more men are actual victims of actual rape. Right. Maybe more attempted rape victims are victims are female but it's patently true like like men the if you're like trying to uh support the more gather more resources and support for more rights for rape victims the benefit of that the benefactories uh beneficiaries of that will be men in jails and she's like that's not true that that can't be true because every woman has been you know almost a victim of rape if that and then i thought i thought to myself like if if what she said was most women, almost every woman has been a victim of rape or close to it. If that were true, if that were true, then 
woman-only institutions would be absolutely a thing. There should be women more. They, there used to be a woman-only gym that failed completely. There should be more women-only gyms. There should be women-only sure. restaurants and bars and clubs. That's not a thing. Um, I looked it up. Women-only colleges is decreasing rapidly. There used to be a lot more in the 60s and 70s in the first wave. Well, of now, feminism. even in regular colleges, more women go to college than men. Yeah, yeah. But it's, pat- it's patently true. Women will only go to things when they are also men, you know? Like, it's just how it is because, you know, like, but, but if, if what this person that I was seeing was said that it's actually true <clears throat> that there's so much rape, 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 just rape going on, rape going on the buildings behind me, rape right. going on the floor below me, just everyone's getting raped, everyone's raping. Tommy, out, Jay, how come you guys are not raping? You guys don't <laughs> rape enough. You know, right. like, if that was actually true, then women-only institutions would be everywhere. It would be like bus stops. You know, right. they'd be everywhere. But that's not a thing, you know? Right. So I feel like what you were talking about, it's like, Meant it's like this battle between the sexes and it's you know it's feminism versus patriarchy. That's all. Yes, that's there, but it's like everything that and I've shared this with you before and probably on introversion as well. Um, everything that the left says, liberal says, the extreme libtards, the mainstream media, like CNN, it's almost almost everything they say. You can count on a strong factual true counter argument that's so simple that just falls apart like the wage gap mm-hmm. yeah almost everything the, the rape accusations and then mm-hmm. the, what we just talked about here and other things that we haven't talked about you know like even like there was this very smart sounding young woman uh video clip going around i think within the last it probably happened over the weekend as they were demonstrating protesting in front of the supreme court, court, supreme court. Props to her. I'll give her props even though she's on the other side because she was like, she was venting about how the Biden administration texted her for a donation for $15. And she's like, why would I give them $15 when they haven't, you know, codified mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade? I've you know, seen a couple of astute, astute Democrat females post. I was like, great, like good for her. She yeah. was very articulate. Right. She was very adamant. She had a great point. Good for her. Absolutely. You know, but going back to, I, I feel like we haven't unpacked enough of what you were getting at, like well, men, women there versus was, men. Well, yeah, that's a new thing that I hadn't really thought about until I was saying it. But mm-hmm. like how I think you and I have probably been looking at it and a lot of people look at it. I think a lot of pro-life people look at it in terms of the life of the baby. Mm-hmm. It's weird now that I say it out loud. It's almost like. People, they're arguing past each other. The pro-life, yeah. the pro-life camp is arguing, you, the baby, the baby, you're murdering the baby. And the left is not even hearing that. And they're like, men are not going to control my body. Men are not going to control my body. You know what I mean? And that seems yeah. to be the, the argument. Yeah. And those are adjacent issues. But they're not the same issue. Mm-hmm. And yet they're both fighting about it. You know, it's like, it's really strange. I, I hadn't really thought, thought about it that way until I just said it. But. Huh. And, and like the, 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 the 
the canned responses that both sides have towards both of them, you know, like, you, like the left to the right, you know, you guys don't care about babies. If you care about babies, then where's, you know, universal oh, yeah, health care for mothers, universal health care for children, yeah, universal preschool, yeah. you know. I'm like, mm, that's not a bad, as far as yeah. canned argument goes, that's yeah. not bad. But at the same time, don't kill babies. How right. was that for a starter, right. you know? And, or don't make the and, baby in the first place, too. Like, what yeah. about, like, that uh, aspect of it? Like, options. Okay. This is... So I brought it up with Charles debating earlier. I was like, look, like, can't we agree that abortion on some level is not a great thing? Like, even if you're pro-choice, like, wouldn't less abortions in the world be better than more abortions? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of radical leftists who don't even think about that at all. They're like... Fuck it. It's just like 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 Louis Z.K. says. No, it's like taking want, a shit. They want the power. They're they want the they're the power obsessed, play. They're, they're obsessed with having the optionality. They're obsessed with like it's, it's same like thing they want like, they want to be like men who can just fuck around with no they, they want to strings attached desperately like it's almost like they want to be a victim of the patriarchy so they have a story to tell you know like they they want to be like. They want to go through that struggle so they can be the victim hero. Like, always don't never discount the the liberal woman's obsession to be the victim hero. They always want to be the victim hero. True. Yeah. Like, like so, they they want to ha- get pregnant, like get get an abortion, and have social currency because of that. It's like. Yeah. There was a time when like women were like all talking about hashtag me too and like I almost got you know I was you know at this very uncomfortable situation like everyone had a story like that's like really oh my god it's just I don't know what to believe I can't I can't believe all this this is believe all women and I was like I, I don't know oh, man like on. I know Again, I know a lot another, of light that's another extreme you know it's yeah. like believe all women. Yeah. Like women never lie. Yeah. You know, um, interestingly enough, along this lines, there's been, I think I sent you one screenshot, but there's been some chatter on Facebook of mm. another argument from the left and women is that like, well, mm. they're pointing the finger at men. What about vasectomies? In fact, I had a sort of family friend, um, Indian woman post something, I think weeks ago. And it was basically like, or maybe it wasn't her, it was somebody, she's been very much, very vocal about this, but it was, maybe it was somebody else, but whoever posted it, it was a mm-hmm. thing that was like, what about every male in America gets a vasectomy? Mm-hmm. And if you, there was like some criteria to have it reversed. Yeah, I think I saw something like that. You see that? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know what to say about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just literally at childbirth, like every male gets a vasectomy. And then <laughs> if they get married or if they're in a committed or whatever, then they, then they qualify or something to have mm-hmm. the vasectomy undone. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of the nature of the, the argument. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to comment on it and get and throw myself in the middle of that firestorm because everybody, all the people in that group are like, yeah, yeah, great idea. And I'm like. You know, but again, I think it comes back to this dynamic of like it's men versus women. It's women 
feeling like they're getting the short end of the stick if they yeah, don't have about, that abortion like, right. Mm-hmm. And and that the fact that they would even want to well make the man do the vasectomy for them that's kind of like that equals the playing field or that's fair, you know. It, their arguments all just fall within themselves. Think about just get a woman to like, you know, you you're pregnant and you have a son and you, at birth he's going to get a circumcision and a vasectomy. Do you think that's fair? You know. You know, and I, it well, has to I'm, be a you know, psychotic me, I'm a delusion of... person is like, that is, yes, that's absolutely fair. Yeah, I think it goes back to stories. what you were saying about how many men are actually rapists. Because yeah. they say believe all yeah. women and then they say all men are rapists, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And still, I don't see women only clubs. I see girls night out when the girls night out. They always go to clubs. Where are the who's at the clubs? Men, right. you know, like what are you guys talking about? You know, like woman only businesses is not a thing. I don't know if it's not a thing because like, it's just women make horrible managers, <laughs> horrible leaders in general. There's competent corporate leadership, but uh, from women, but uh, it's not, it's not a common thing, you know? So uh, it goes along with the wage gap, right? Or the lack thereof. Um, but here, here's another, uh, here's another, you know, a piece of twig to throw into the fire here. Um, like, how, how come, and it kind of goes to a Dave Chappelle bit, my money, my choice. Like, why do we have to pay for child support if we don't want the baby? And also vice versa. How, what if, what oh. if the man wanted an abortion, but the woman did it, you know? Right, right, right. What if the man so, was like, no, I'm not ready to support. So, right. You know? So this is a point I brought up with Charles earlier. And I said, he kind of took it in this other direction, which really wasn't even my point. My point was just like, if you think about it, a lot of men should actually be pro-choice because it means that's another out for a man. I'm not talking about you or me, but I'm talking about a lot of players out there, a lot of men fucking around. Like, I, I wonder how many guys who fuck around, a girl gets pregnant, they just wish she would get an abortion and like, you know what I mean? Like just it's over with because from a guy's, from that guy's point of view, if she decides to have the baby, which you're right, the ball is in her court currently. If she has the baby, then the guy is on the line to pay child support, right? Yeah. So we, I brought that to- up to, I brought that up to Charles and he said, no, it's not that neat and tidy. It's not that clean. Like a lot of, you know how much work a woman has to do to get that alimony and in different states they have different rules and the guy can basically just leave and not pay anything and da, 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 da. Because my understanding was like, oh, if the guy doesn't pay child support or alimony or whatever, he can go to jail for that. Yep. That's my understanding. But apparently Charles yep. was telling me like I'm off about that or it depends on I've state been, to state. I've been, I've been the bastard. I've been the asshole in the accounting department where I would get a letter from the state, or the city, and had to deduct uh, child support from this from this guy's paycheck, and mm-hmm. were required by the state to do it and make sure that that money was deducted mm-hmm. and sent it, and it was a huge chunk yeah. of it. It was basically half that guy's, half that bastard's yeah. paycheck, and so, but, but, uh, had to. 
send send it to the state. So it's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. So, but you see, my point is like you would think in theory, men would be like, yeah, abortion, sure, because that gives men another out, another. Because look, a lot of men want to sleep around. A lot of men. I'm not saying me, but like a lot of guys out there want to fuck around. This guy, <laughs> who's got sure. two thumbs and fucks this guy. I mean. I mean, have you thought about that ever? Because you're, you're still sleeping around. No, I hooked up. And I hooked up drunk with girls. Yeah. So like just if, raw you dog girl, if you got a girl pregnant, then what? Then it's like, yeah, well, let's. But for me, it's like I'm not in a position to like be a father. I don't want to be, a, especially with a father with some random so, girl. So typically that I if you would be, so would it's rather like, her get an abortion. Exactly. So I would. But it's like no. This is what I'm saying. Like guys, make sure let's. But this is what they think. They, when the women yelling very loudly, men need to fuck off and shut up and whatever. This is a woman's issue, women's rights. But a lot of men, I think, would be. But no. But then it's but, like. But, but but men's interest in the pro-choice position is actually selfish. Yeah. Because it's in so, men's interest. So in, it, for women in the, to abort their hypo- babies, you know what I'm saying? In this like, hypothetical it's in men's situation. Interest, for women to abort their babies because that means the if guys it, are off the hook. They don't have to pay alimony and all that stuff. Or commit to a woman who they don't even really like. You know? For me, it's like... Um, sorry, but, but when I, I brought up that point, which I, I think is a valid logic, right? Instead of Absolutely. questioning that point, Charles said, it's not that simple. It's not that easy. Like, they'd have to have a DNA test and the guy can weasel out of it and whatever and, like, then he wouldn't have to pay. And, it, and I'm like... What I want to know is like, what Weasel are the how? What are Weasel the Weasel how? That guy that happen, is so delusional. Does he's, that happen once he's so out of every hundred cases? You know, like, you know what I mean? Does that happen, or is that like fifty-fifty? Like where a guy weasels out? Because I think this is kind of a lot of. Bro- it's the same thing. Like when I talked to him about transgender, he's making it sound like, oh, there's always been transgender people throughout human history. Hmm. It's just now we have this. It's vocal and technology and this and mm-hmm. that. But it's like there's always been, and I'm like. Okay, I don't know about that, but you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I kind of want to have a a sense of what is really going on numerically, statistically, you know, in order for me to come to a better conclusions, you know? And it's, it's tough. It's tough to arrive at some of these numbers and some of this data for a lot of these issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the term you said earlier on? I, I wrote it down. I wanted to come back to it, but you said slut something. Slut lives matter. Slut lives matter. Right. So what I was kind of wondering about is what is the percentage of abortions? Because you know, like the people always come back to, like he came back to me, what about rape and incest? And I conceded the way I've always conceded, even when I was pro-life before as a conservative Christian. I said, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's not to say that two wrongs make a right, but I just feel like in case of rape or incest, I would be sort of more pro-choice in that regard because the woman didn't choose to have sex. She, that was forced upon her. So I don't think she should be forced to also have the baby of this rapist or whatever. What's, what's also that we have a discussion yet is... Uh, but but, but how women's... often is that the case, though? Like, are we going to make well, yeah, a so policy this, this adds on 1% of rape and incest of all this the This adds to the, or... the math here is... is a woman's access to birth control and the, the sheer numbers and the potency of the birth control that's out there for women. So most women in their 20s 
are on in in their thirties are on birth control, some some form of birth control, like taking the pill every day is such a a, a old fashioned old timey way of birth control. Now they now they have um, not only implants. Um, but the implants in your arm, it's like a nicotine patch, but that's actually mm-hmm. inserted inside your arm. I believe it's called Nexpilon. That's the term for, that's the label for the actual product, trademark term for it. Nexplon, I believe it's that. But it's a little thing, a little stick that goes inside your arm for a woman's arm. And it just completely shuts down all the mechanisms, the hormones, whatever it is. I don't know the science behind it. It's so potent that I was talking to a buddy of mine. He said his wife was on it, and once she took it out, they were trying to make a baby. It took them two years to make a baby because mm-hmm. the effects it so of it. so effective, lasted. It's so effective that she could, yeah. they couldn't, and she was still, she was still young. She wow. is still young. They had a baby Jeez. recently, but they were trying to make a baby for two years. So, so yeah, women see, have. Yeah, see, when I, when I brought up whole... the point of all these other options to Charles, he said, well, his argument was like, well, you know, nothing's foolproof. So even though people wear a condom and are on the pill, they still get pregnant and abortion still needs to be an option, that kind of thing. But again, I want to know the numbers on this. Like I want to have some idea of cuz my my whole thing is like I thought it's like 99% effective like condoms. But then you if you double mm-hmm. that up with like IUDs and like mm-hmm. what you're talking about this patch thing and like mm-hmm. birth control pills Mm-hmm. It's not easy to get pregnant, mm-hmm. you know. It's very not easy, and also right. let's add a little bit more, very uh, a little bit more spice to this topic. What you, you we were just getting at is what are men's options for birth control? Condoms, pulling yeah. out one, pulling out condom yeah. two, vasectomy three, yeah, uh, uh, abortion four. That's it. Which I <laughs> would that's think not like even in his. Yeah, that's not even his direct control. Yeah, so, so two out of four of those is fucking dramatic. It's it's oh, insane. Vasectomy? You know? Well, yeah, uh, yeah, getting a woman's tubes tied—that would be the equivalent yeah. of a vasectomy, right? And also, and we, haven't, we didn't even woman, mention the tubes tied thing. We didn't even mention yeah. that. I don't. I don't know how it is for women. Like, like even as as horrible and awful as a rape, where the criminal actually, you know, finish inside her, you mm-hmm. know, and as distraught and traumatized she will probably be. I'll, I'd assume if she's like uh, still there and not like so traumatized to a point like she doesn't have a sense of herself, she completely lost a sense of herself. Maybe that's a possibility. But she should take a plan B. There's plan B. I, I was thinking about this several weeks ago and I was like, education wise like why isn't this like the industry standard in the in the american health system where if a woman's raped it's just second nature you just go to the clinic you report that you were raped file the police report they give you plan b done Mm -hmm. right there yep 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 i would assume it is i would just I don't. I was here. If here's, that was the case, a, then why are people bringing up? Rape that's and the whole like, point, man. Here's here's a kicker, Jay. I've been fiddling around with my uh, uh, tracking my steps. You know, so I my little smartwatch here checks my steps, right? And I'm using this app, right? I'm calling you out because 
technically you're my people. Samsung Health app. You know, I'm calling you out because as soon as I signed up for that app to track my fitness and steps and heart rate, whatever, there's a feature that says woman's health. Are you a woman? Let's check your woman's health. I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, what the fuck? You know, well, like you, you click. No, you didn't. I guess you didn't identify as a woman that day, but not maybe, that tomorrow, day, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. I'll, I'll identify as a slut, but it's just like the whole world is bending over backwards to really, you know, give conilingus to this feminazi movement. We're just, we can't wait. Your friend is one of them where it's like, we can't wait to wear this, the, the thighs of feminine Nazism as our earmuffs and just to really get deep into that rotten sushi of a, of a vagina of this whole, <laughs> of, of delusional massacosis, <laughs> you know? So it's, and it's 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 a burning dumpster fire, and we're here to talk about it, talk against it, else make fun of it, make fun of ourselves. But it is what we can contribute to it, you know, like against it at least. Hmm. It's really interesting me having that conversation, and then me pivoting, and then having this conversation with you because I'm just like, you know. Like I, I consider myself like such an intellectually honest person where I'm like, I'd almost rather talk with people who disagree with me just to like further question my own conclusions in life, you know, like to really test the waters because the easy route is to always just talk and hang out in your echo chamber of people who think and believe just exactly the same you do. So I feel like when I go have a conversation like that with Charles or other people, like I, it's humbling to me. Like he, he said, I wish I recorded it because like I, I don't want to reword it, what he said, but like it was something along the lines of he said to me that I'm very like argumentative or I'm very like, I said, you mean like opinionated? I'm very opinionated, but it was, that wasn't the word. It was more like I'm very resolute, I think, in my stances, something like that. And, and, and I'll be really emphatic about it even if I'm not like well-informed enough about it, that kind of idea is what he was getting at saying that to me point blank. And that's why I can't remember if we said it a little bit at the beginning of this, I think it was a little bit more in our pre-talk about this, but like, you know, like the vaccine issue and all that, like I spent so many hours of my life <laughs> you <did>. researching doctors, <laughs> scientists, all this stuff to come to a conclusion not just for my own well-being about whether I wanted to take the vaccine and all this stuff or how dangerous COVID actually was to me or not. I passed that. Like, do you remember, you remember prices, right? The, yeah, of the, course. The old show. So do you remember the, the little guy who goes up the Yodel mountains, like, Yo, da, da, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you want him to stop. Right. So it's like, I went so to that the game point. was, he had to stop at the right, right. Well, point. you just need, you needed to guess the, the prices, and yeah. if you went over, he would keep going up the cliff. So you needed to guess yeah. the price of like three items or else he'll keep going. You don't want him to go off over the cliff, right? Yeah. yeah. So the reason I bring it, it's like, I'm just, it's not a one-to-one -one example here, but the point is I'm going up this cliff of like, I, at this point in the mountain, I've done enough research to come up with my own conclusions for my own body. Like I'm talking about in 2020, like COVID is not a threat to me. I'm not, I'm mm -hmm. not going to die of it. Um, 
kids what you're saying kids, is kids your aren't body dying. your choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, before the vaccine was even out, I was already like, I don't need the vaccine because I've seen like, you know, given my age, given my health, this and that, I'm not at risk of dying of COVID if, if and when I ever get it. And it wasn't until a year and a half later, like at the end of 2021, when I finally got it, guess what? I was sick for like five days and I was fine. So that's what I lost two years of my life for. That's what I would have had to inject myself, like two of these experimental doses and like a new three or four boosters. And I'm like, fuck that. You know, now there's like all these kids with myocarditis and all these things. And I'm like, but back to the whole thing about the little guy climbing. I reached a point where I was like, I've done enough research for myself. I don't need to do any more research. And yet I kept climbing up that mountain, doing more and more and more research so that I could be informed. So that I could debate like with this party that I went to on Saturday at Brian's place. I didn't, did I tell you this? I don't know if I told you this. I got we, into, we texted about it. We didn't talk okay, about yeah, it. Yeah. I got into a debate with this guy who works at Moderna at the party. So Brian is a, what would you, well, how would you politically describe your friend he's a, Brian? He's a TikToker. <laughs> he's a TikToker. He's, he's a very, he's big on TikTok. What? Very big on TikTok. Uh, a little bit of conspiracy theories, but a little bit of... Just, just like, a little bit of conspiracy theories, huh? Eh, politics, like all this stuff, yeah. but... Why um, is it that conspiracy theories is just all on the right and not on the left? <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember when Trump got COVID, the left was coming mm-hmm. out with all these conspiracy theories. <laughs> the only uh, time. Yeah, the only yeah, time. Well, there's probably other times, but I definitely remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, back so to you met this person, yeah, but yeah, I'm not going to get all into that now, but the point is, is like, we were like butting heads and I gave off a couple little bits that I remember. I know there was like a Johns Hopkins study that proved that the lockdowns were mm-hmm. completely ineffective. I mentioned mm-hmm. that to him mm-hmm. and then he mentioned something to me that, oh, well, you know, Sweden retracted their whole thing about their non-lockdown policy. They were saying they regretted it and they, they wish they locked down or something. And I'm like, I had never heard of that. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of fishy to me. I don't know where he's getting mm-hmm. that information from. But mm-hmm. I do know about the Johns Hopkins studies. At the same time, if he asked me to read all the mm-hmm. points about the Johns Hopkins studies, I haven't. Like, I haven't read through it myself. Because the point is, it, even if I did, even if I memorized the Johns Hopkins report verbatim, whatever, 80 pages or 100 pages, whatever it is, and I recited it to this guy, it still wouldn't fucking matter. They, you they think I would convince they, him of anything? No. So they, why am I wasting they, my they, life? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like on that, I went, yeah. I should have stopped researching here. And I kept going in 2020 to the end of the year, 2021. I kept going. And I'm like, look, if, if people want to vaccinate their kids, go for it. You know, if, if your kid can't have a, a pregnancy in 20, 15, 20 years from now, or what, 20, 30 years, whatever, um, you know, you're never going to trace it back to this vaccine. You know, if your kid has myocarditis, you know, mm-hmm. if your kid is having all these conditions and, and bad effects, they probably won't even trace it back to the vaccine. Yeah. But I'm like, was that a risk worth taking? If I had my own kids? No, hell no. But hey, it's kind of, again, going back to the nihilist thing and the abortion issue, it's kind of like, look, it's not my fight. It's not my issue. You know, like I'm already here. I'm not aborted. You know, I'm not putting the vaccine in my body. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wouldn't in my kids, but I don't have kids. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm talking about a few things here. I'm talking about the level of research. I've already over-researched things anymore. So I'd kind of like, Charles is telling me about like, oh, you know, well, in Texas, in Texas, they want to have this law where um, if you go across borders, they can actually indict you and, and charge you with the abortion crimes and back in the state and all this stuff. And I'm like, and if they do, that uh, could be not unconstitutional. It could be. Because could if, be unconstitutional. That, if, if they do if overstepping they, the bounds of their state, like yeah, they impede interstate travel. That's a thing. If, they, if, if any states impede interstate travel, yeah. that's unconstitutional. Oh, whatever the case is with that, I'm like, yeah. I don't know, and it's not my issue. I don't live in Texas. I'm not planning on ever living in Texas anytime soon. It's like it's not my. Why do I need to go research and look up all of that legislation and all of that shit? I don't. You know. So, yeah. all of that being said, I prefer. Like what you and I are doing right now here today is we're talking about abortion, we're talking about feminism, we're talking about men versus women, we're talking about procedures done to actually kill the baby. We're talking about all of these aspects about abortion. We know a little bit about these things and we're talking from our real world experience um, with the situations that you talk to and conversations you've gotten into. Like this is what we're doing. We're talking about issues in life, you know? And, and at some point it's really weird in a way because like after 2020, especially, we've reached a point in society where it's like, there's such weird double standards going on. Because on the one hand, people will come at me like, you're not a PhD, you're not a doctor, shut the fuck up. Or you're a man, you can't talk about See, a woman. So, so that's exactly what it... And yet, people are such fucking dumbasses. I just watched this video the other day where they're like, the guy's going around interviewing people from 15 to 25, like young adults in America. Mm-hmm. They asked, this one guy asked the question, what continent are we on? The girl says, uh, number two. And she's like, oh, no, 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 it's number one, right? She corrected herself. She thought we were living on continent number two. And she corrected herself. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 it's continent number one, right? <laughs> These people are so fucking stupid. And I'm like... And people as well-educated... She genuinely thought that... These kids are clueless. Like, these are like 20-somethings who are grossly uneducated coming out of our secondary education system in America. It's it's pathetic. It's ridiculous. It's infuriating. It's... I don't have all the words for it. It's just... It's stupid. Maybe I'll include the link to that video here in the, the show notes for this episode. But I'm like... But the point is, like, you want to talk about people being uninformed... That, that same girl might be one of those same girls who's out there picketing and yelling about the Supreme Court. It's, and, it's and not and about information. Shit. It's not about information or misinformation. What it is, it's like, well, kind of like going back to what you were really setting it up for. It's like um, they're, they're delusional in the sense that they have lost all sense of factual reality. So they, they, they could be someone could be telling you that, no, I don't think you're right. I don't think you're, you're very stubborn about this. You're Jay, you really neck deep in all these conspiracy theories. I don't think it's healthy for you because you're not a PhD. You're not an MD. Um, and they will be talking to the MDs. And be, for Christ's sake, for, for, they, were, they were Anthony Fauci through a first pitch of a baseball game. They, they <laughs> worshiped that man, you know? He, he is like patently evil. Like he had a very ulterior motive of science and research and it's very very and there's dark that, and very that disturbing. book that was out on him and the film that was out on him uh rfk jr did the whole documentary book thing on him fauci the real fauci and all that stuff and i'm like 
I haven't read it. There, I you could quote studies, and I'm like, and you could quote New York Times and all you want. All these like very liberal friendly resources, and they'll still like like kiss his ass. They'll still like disagree. No, but then this and that. They they can have the like there and there's world renowned, you know, experts who have talked against you know vaccines and this this or that issue. They still debate. They still won't, you know. So it's not about information. It's how they see reality. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. it dawned on me. I had to, like, my own awakening was, like, just something simple as the wage gap. This is, like, early, the early 2010s, right? Mm-hmm. The wage gap, wage gap, wage gap, wage gap. That was a pretty odd topic back then. And then I realized, well, I'm kind of an entrepreneur myself. I think a little bit entrepreneurially. If the wage gap were true, just hire a woman. Right. Why would you hire it's men? cheaper then? labor, right. Like, right. You know, you wouldn't do it at like 70, 70 cents. cents. You would have to do it at 85 cents, 90 cents. You're still saving money. Why would all these, yeah. why would Coca-Cola, why would IBM, why would Netflix hire men then? You would just hire women, you know? Right. Like women are graduating college. At a better, at a higher rate, the men just hire. They're just hire women, and you don't need. You don't have to be that bad at hiring seventy cents. Hire them at eighty-five cents, ninety-nine cents. You're still saving money. But obviously, it's just not a factual thing. It's not true. Yeah. Right. So it's like how it's not about these young women or these young extreme liberal people being misinformed or lack of information. No, it's it's it's. it is a hyper trendy topic. You want to be part of the train, and if you're it's if you're if you're outside looking in, you're gonna be shat on. You're gonna be vilified. You're gonna be disrespected. Um, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 not for the strong willed and the strong minded. Yeah, <laughs> since we like to talk about abortion and guns so much. Earlier today, I, I had this thought about, you know, I haven't heard about any school shootings this week. <laughs> and But then I'm what, like... What happened oh. to the $40 billion in Ukraine? Well, yeah, that too. But like also, what about school shootings last week? What about school mm-hmm. shootings next week? And then I, and then I think yep. about it, and I'm like, my, my friend Rob made this point to me. Because I was, when we were talking about gun control, what he, he, he's a smart guy. He goes by the numbers. Um, we don't even necessarily agree all the time on everything, but he'll make a case and I'll be like, okay, like he's smart. He knows who he's talking about, but he's like the idea of putting like, cause I suggested, I don't know, we got to do something, right? We got to protect the kids in schools. And I'm like, what about having like a, like they have an air marshal, right? So like in the airplanes, well, how about something like that? Like in every school. And he's like, do you realize like how much that would cost? Like the number of the, how, how many resources that would take across the country? You know how many schools, like in every school to have that? And I'm like, for a problem where it's like school shootings are actually so rare. Yeah, think about how many schools there are. There's got to be like yeah. 20,000 schools. Yeah. And to have and even like, though it's super tragic when there's one school shooting, the reality yeah. is Yeah. You know, we could talk about teen suicide. A lot more kids are dying of teen suicide. Oh shoot. Especially post pandemic <laughs> than school shootings. Why don't we talk about that? It's the same thing like when they flipped out over 9-11 and we had all this Department of Homeland Defense and all of this stuff. We go to a mm-hmm. war with Iraq, mm-hmm. billions of dollars, many, many, many more lives mm-hmm. lost, Iraqi lives, Afghani lives. So all this stuff. Now we leave all of our weaponry yeah, with the we, Taliban we spent- and Afghanistan. All of that because 
not to, to not to minimize it at all, but like just speaking numerically, like five what five thousand mm-hmm. lives lost on nine eleven, and mm-hmm. everything was changed after that. You know, yeah. so it's kind of like, what about heart disease? What about like diabetes? What about all these health conditions that kill like millions of people every year? You know, just like year after year after year. Mm-hmm. It, this is where I'm kind of like, I want to know the numbers. I I I feel like I could like win arguments if I had the specific numbers. But on the other hand, I do agree with you that it's like, it still wouldn't matter, but at least for my own, you can educate yourself and learn for yourself. Yeah. yeah. But But at the same time, I'm like, like I have limited time and resources, you know, like Mm -hmm. you and I are starting this podcast. I'm excited about that, getting it going. Um, I'm starting my Jay Caslow channel. I want to do tutorials. Like there's a million things I want to do. I got back in the gym today. I'm getting over my dizziness. Hopefully it continues. Like, I got a million things in my life. Like, why do I need to research about Texas policies about their specific things in abortion? Why do I need to research about Afghanistan, the blah, blah, blah? Why do I need to, you know, it's like there's morons in our education system who, who, can't, who think they live on a continent number two. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so kind of what I'm saying here is like, that's fine for us to sit here and talk about abortion. We could do a little bit of reference resources, like you know, research Supreme Court, this and that, da 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 da. But really, it's more about like us just sitting here talking like to sane people about society and what's going on right now, and our experiences in it, and our thoughts on it. That's all, you know. I was listening to this fantastic uh, shout out to this group of physical trainers, physical training experts. It's called Mind Pump Show. It's on YouTube. It's a podcast um, about with uh, three uh, physical trainers who've been in the physical training space for decades. At least, I mean, probably like fifty years of experience between the three of them, and they, so they have a regular podcast about you know all topics of health, you know, training and all that. And for me, it's like really, uh, it's. It's uh, it's so good. It's it's such a good source of education for me as I'm you know really learning about you know strength training, resistance training, things like that. And it's so good that it's almost entertaining. Like learning is entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I love good they, infotainment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's uh, um, from there and from other sources that I can't think of right now. But it's just like what I'm gathering is um, when, what you mentioned before that teen suicide and and for me it's like not just that but also teen morbidity, teen obesity. Actually, um, it's one thing if you're a grown person you're really out of out of out of shape, but it's another thing if they're like 12 years old, 15 years old, they're already obese, um, not just overweight. Yeah. Um, and how like with that problem really that's probably the way bigger issue than anything we talked about so far. I think teen obesity is such a big issue. Um, and I think uh, another thing that we don't talk about enough is how these guys on the podcast were talking, of these trainers were talking about how your mind and your body are not separate things. They're the same thing. Um, so it's been academically, scientifically proven that people who do strength training on a on a regular basis, as they get older, they're less, less likely to get Alzheimer's. They're less likely to get a cognitive, uh, you know, any kind of slowing down like most senile older people do. 
mm-hmm. so on and so forth. People who do some kind of strength resistance training, not just cardio, not just running, not just yoga, but it's some, some form of weightlifting, body, body weightlifting on a regular basis. So it's like, it's just proven time and time again, they're just like drilling this point in, like people who do resistance training that builds muscles that on a regular basis, that sustain muscles on a regular basis, like you're gonna be mentally sharper, you're gonna be mentally keener, you know? And uh, I think that that's like uh, pivotal to, to any of the, um, right? that kind of like has to do, it's kind of like a low quiet, factor in everything we just talked about i feel like it's we talk we make fun of this both on air and off air about like fat woman whales um (laughs) but like there's a common theme a kind of silhouette amongst the men who support these kind of extreme movements they're also like soy boys they're also like completely skinny fat or just like very like non-masculine non-muscular men you know or they're just completely out of shape completely obese just like the whales they're all whales um and it's just like you know i think that also has to do with you know mental health emotional health suicide rates amongst young people you know people teenagers um and it's just like i think that you know maybe for another time we should talk about that and we should probably do some research too yeah. so that we can educate ourselves and educate our audience but yeah i think that that like diet and the soy based vegan veganism vegetarianism and all that i don't think that's really a good thing either you know um and i think that really contributes to how our society is going really wayward really just off the kilter yeah it's it, it's funny you talked about the link between the physical body and the mind, right? And it's like, I think that's a lot of what is going on, for sure. Like, look at Americans, year after year now, unhealthier and unhealthier, phys- physically, overweight, mm-hmm. obese. Mm-hmm. And the justifications, you know, mm-hmm. the justifications. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier about the Nazis and the Jews. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not people, so we'll just exterminate them. And like, oh, mm-hmm. the... Slave, slaves, they're, they're black, they're African, they're not people like that. And unvaccinated people, oh, well, they're dirty. We need to put them in camps and separate them, you know, or like a fetus. It's not a fetus. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a person. It's just a clump of cells, you know, like all of these big and beautiful, you're overweight, morbidly obese, you're mm-hmm. fat, like you're unhealthy. No, 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 you're not unhealthy. You're big and beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. all of these are justifications for bad as we see it mm-hmm. it's subjective mm-hmm. you know we talk about objective and subjective truths here on this podcast mm-hmm. but it seems like bad behaviors like it's justification mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. bad actions bad behaviors mm-hmm. and i think it's easier to to label it as bad because it's not just bad outwardly but it's bad for oneself you know? Bad for oneself and bad for collectively as as yeah. a, as a people as a society, and you know it's it's one thing that you know like um, and I, I I don't know why I'm, I thought of this but you know we're we're a bit fans of conspiracy theories here on the FMAO show. Um, I think if there is such a thing as a as a deep state, we're, I think there is. 
deep state, the powers that be, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they want them. They they want to. They Dude, the they food, food shortages are on the way. They're 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 like, living. For me, it's like they're they're living high. Like they're living the grand life. Like the 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 top one hundred, top one thousand people who are, you know, pulling the strings and, you know, CNN and Harvard and you know like feminism they're all just puppets they're all just like you know the the everything is just like working according to their plan uh, maybe some people would think that like bill gates and depopulation you're you're kind of in that school of thought for me it's like we talked about this for me it's like i don't know about depopulation so i'm definitely certain Dude, think about it though st- everything that we talk about every aspect of it mm-hmm. you can break it down to contributing to depopulation but maybe we're talking about the same coins flip sides of it where because for me my argument is or my my hunch really is not even an argument but my hunch is not so much a depopulation but it's to make us weak yeah make the well, entire it's people not either it's not it's not either consumers, or consumers could be you both know, we're like you if you're like thin uh, out the herd like they're depopulating yeah. in that sense but also with mm-hmm. who's left have them be mm-hmm. weak soy people mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm in the accounting finance world. I work within companies big and small where how do we make consumers better? You know, how do we make our, the clients that we have even better clients to, to like it's So it's like, you know, magnified that a thousand times or just explode that a thousand times where you're talking about billionaires and the people behind the billionaires. You know, whether you want to talk about Gates or Soros or so on and so forth. And it's like you want to make a population that's weak, that's great consuming, great at following media, great at following whatever it just has reacting emotionally. Um, so, yeah, that great at following trends. And if you're not following trend, you're not a good person. You know, so it's am I talking about America? Or am I talking about China? It's who cares? It's all the same thing, you yeah. know. Same um, pattern, and so yeah. that probably goes in line with depopulation, actually. So it might not, yeah, we yeah, might yeah. not be really talking about different things. Yeah, no, vaccination. I it's feel not, like it's not was, either or. Yeah, vaccination. I feel like was just the beginning of, like, because I think about back in the day where you know the a long time ago the U.S. currency, the dollar was on the gold standard. You know, so mm-hmm. it was like why would people would be like probably be like back then in the eighteen hundreds? Why why would I need a bank account? I just have gold. I have gold stashed on my, on my, on my ranch, on my, on my house, in the safe, and under the ground. But it's like the vaccination became now that the gold standard became like that with the banks and everything, and your mortgage, whatever. So it became a whole thing. Now the vaccination became a whole thing. You know, now it's like monkey. If monkeypox become a thing, well, winter is coming. You know, like if winter comes and it's a whole like it's a, you know you have to get it's booster seasons. You know, it's not flu well, shot season. Well, it remains now to be because seen a whole thing with you know? the with the usually midterms are not a big deal. But I think this midterms is going to be a big deal. Like, I think, you know what I mean? Like, hell gets ra- r- risen or ra- raised every four years, it seems like. You know, mm-hmm. BLM comes mm-hmm. out of the woodwork. You got a George Floyd mm-hmm. or something like that happening every four years. Mm-hmm. And, and this time we had COVID, of course. But mm-hmm. now, with the abortion thing and all this, I, like, I have heard some political pundits kind of saying, like, this is kind of serving as a rallying cry for the left, this whole abortion mm-hmm. issue. You know, it's really mm-hmm. riling them up to get out and vote, become single issue voters on mm-hmm. this. 
because mm. I mean, look at them. People are even regular people. They're like in a frenzy. But but, about but this. that's like kind of for me. Once again, kind of reminds me of the beauty of this how this country is designed because the the blue states will get even bluer. The mm-hmm. the swing vote states will become yeah. Red, you know how actually. I kind of say like. I'm compartmentalizing my life, like society out there. Okay, that issue doesn't mm-hmm. really personally affect me, so I'm going to just do this, my thing over here and occasionally mm-hmm. have a conversation about it, but I'm not going to lose sleep over it. And I think it's reprehensible if millions of babies are bo- aborted, but it is what it is. I can't do anything about it. So, But just like that, if, all, if we kind of lead to this civil war of sorts where all the extreme leftist blue abortionists who just want to like the baby's born, uh, you got two weeks to decide if you want to kill the baby or not. Like, you know, um, <laughs> we laugh about it, but it's like, we're already there. Like, what's the difference? We're there. K- killing it right. Like before it comes out, mm-hmm. it's literally like located here behind like a thin wall of this mm-hmm. or it's out here. That's the only difference at that point, like at the end. So part of me is almost kind of like, all right, y'all just go over there. And uh, we're going to go over here. And y'all, y'all can just go fuck yourself or whatever. But like, yeah. Yeah. fuck yourself, abort your babies. Guess what? With all the transgender and abortions and, and soy and vaccines. National and, like, divorce. They're going to. No, but think about it. Going back to the depopulation thing. Think about it. Vaccines, which may be affecting. I mean, women have been losing their uh, menstrual cycles. Have you heard about all this? Women got vaccinated. They're having all kinds of health conditions. That's been happening. So who God knows what, how that's going to affect their you know, mm-hmm. reproductive system moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, all those double, triple, quadruple vax, they're in the same camp of the pro-choice people. Mm-hmm. So, and they all want their abortions. Fine, let them go have their abortions um, and have their uh, newborns and abort them too. I mean, yeah, murder them. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you actually have killed children who make it beyond that phase, they want to groom them into questioning their gender, give them sex reassignment hormones. So guess what? Everybody who has those sex reassignment hormones, they can't reproduce. So, you know, that, that then like all the gays, lesbians, all that, they can go congregate there. All the LGBTQIARTSTLWXYZ, they can all go over there. Think about it. Everything I'm telling, every one of those things I listed is all a depopulation. Like they're not going to be reproducing. So as I see it with their policies and mindset, give it some time, they will eventually die off. Whereas look at, oh, we're, yeah. not, we're not conservative Christians, but think about what they're doing. You look at, they want to have a nuclear you, family. They want to have kids. They want to, who's going to outpopulate the other? Like which camp? So I've, I, I'm, I'm, out of the adults in the room here, just between the two of us, I am uniquely qualified to talk about this because in a prior life, I used to have a dating blog. Just call her. So uh, I used to have a dating blog, but I talked about how the birth rates in industrialized countries. So Western Europe, North America, and the Asian countries like Singapore, South Korea, Japan, um, Hong Kong, when it was still a country, um, like the birth rates there are just like they're they're not even at replacement level. They're below. So right. Like J- Japan is going to be is, completely. Yeah. It right. already is a lopsided country where, and I visited Japan. Great country. I was there 
great country, <laughs> another culture. Um, so I was there in 2018. Good. That's, good. That's better there than you your go. Alex Jones. <laughs> so, so I was there, uh, funny enough, when Trump was in the White House. I was there, um, and uh, I was talking to the people I met, and real estate is surprising. Like, you think that living in New York, you think that Tokyo is, like, on you know, comparable, and you think that everything's expensive there? But you can it's the opposite. Qual- like, yeah. Yeah, renting a place is, like, a third of the price here in New York or San Francisco almost. Man. So, like, you're an expat. There, out of the 20 people, million people who live in Tokyo, like, there's a million expats. The reason why there's so many expats, especially coming from North America and Europe, because cost of living is so cheap. Cost of living is so cheap because there's no old people. The old people are moving out of the city. So mm-hmm. there's no young people to replace them, basically. Yeah. So the, the real estate market has been in a slow decline. It's, it's definite yeah. decline over there. Real estate is not a thing over there as it is in like most countries, especially in the U.S. You know, there, no one's yeah, excited to be a landlord hear about and this. own a property. Yeah, so, you're reminding like, me. Like, it's super yeah. cheap. So, like, you're an expat, you're, like, at some corporate skills, conversational Japanese, like, not really. Mm-hmm. You don't have to learn how to speak Japanese. You learn how to, like, speak phrases. It's mostly a phrase-based language, and and it's pretty easy as opposed to Korean. Nihongo de. Conjugation uh, and all that. Nihongo de. Anasu koto ga So desu I said, basically, I can, speak, in, I can speak in Japanese. There you go. Nihongo de anasu koto ga What's that? Uh, I can speak in Japanese. Nice. And then, uh, so, like, uh, I, I, it's, what I was trying to try to get at. America is on its way. That's what I'm trying to say. America is on its way. So I, I kind of yeah. have to defer to your point of depopulation. America mm-hmm. is on its way. I don't know, but it's, if it's uh, the powers that be, the deep state is really pushing that one way or another. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I, I'm still a little on the fence about that, but that's definitely like that's factual. I mean, you can't. Yeah, even if, if anything, it's getting worse the, now. Yeah, exactly. If you take the conspiracies out of it completely, yeah. Look at every look at teen suicides, all of that on the rise since social media. Look at how it's gotten even worse since 2020 with the lockdowns and everything. Look at um, all the hundreds of thousands of people who have died in third world countries because of supply chain issues because of the pandemic, which don't get factored in. When people like Fauci come up and say, we save lives and all this shit. So, again, I can just go down the list of all these things. Look at all the transgender kids who are no longer going to be able to reproduce. Look at autism. How many people who are autistic and socially dysfunctional, how many of them are going out, hooking up and having sex and getting into relationships and marriage? Fewer. So, look at all of these factors. And I'm like, fine. Forget the conspiracies of it. Just look at the data. Look at the numbers. Like marriage rates on the decline. People having kids on the decline. You know, it's like. Like, and who's, who makes for a better, controllable, weak, feeble-minded populace? Basically, you know, slavery. Like, what makes for a better slave? Is it mm-hmm. Well, this is where we get family? into uh, Brave New World versus 1984. Yep. You know, that whole. Exactly. Thing. Is it a conservative family? With, you know, two adults, um, three kids, you know, marriage is still intact. It's not a broken home. Or is it uh, a single person who's living an unhealthy life, right. out of shape, reacting emotionally to everything? That could be, it could be a man, woman, or trans, whatever. But still, they're just like, you know, just going along with 
whatever have, the media says. But nowadays, three, three the conservative family... Eat them when they die. Yeah. What is that? And they have three cats that can eat them when they die. Alone exactly. in their apartment. Yeah. It's a circle of life. The circle. But it's like, then you have a conservative family who's a completely outlier now. You know? Right. Right. Like, they want to... You know, it, it, I was I was just like, uh, I don't know, like cringing at, you know, because I live in New York City. I live in Manhattan. I live in Hell's Kitchen. This is like, you know, Pride a couple of days ago, Pride Parade and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw someone I knew, he was posting a story about the parade. He was at the parade. I'm like, he has children in his family. It's him, his wife, and his kids at the parade. I mean, come on. Like, I know it's not like everyone's like in G-strings. I know it's not like that. But everyone's there. There's enough assless there. chaps. There's enough assless chaps around. It is for... like an adult environment. It's like yeah. a it's like an electronic music festival. It's like people dress to have party and have fun. It's not for little kids. I don't, I don't think it's even meant for teenagers. I don't know if you want to expose your twelve year old boy, girl, or trans child like to to that environment. Even like it's not. It's not for young people like it's like like for little kids like that. It's really not a good thing. And I was just yeah. like, tisk tisk tisk. But what can I do? That person is just an acquaintance. I barely talk to him. Tisk tisk tisk. You know. Yeah. But that's that is the world we live in. You know. Yeah. I think it, it kind of boils down to what you're saying there in that kind of situation, and me as well. Like at this party with this guy, or talking mm-hmm. to my friend over here, or on Facebook, like. Me personally, like, I just feel really great right now just that we sat down and had this conversation. Like, I, I like mm. what we talked about today, and I'm just glad that we have this forum, you know. We're not even really fully out there yet, but just between you and me, just that we have this and can develop this brand and this dialogue and just talking about issues in life in this way and trends, societal trends. Like, that's what we talk about. So, um, you know, I if think I this can is end, great. Yeah. If I can end this segment for us yeah and on a positive note this is what we're doing here is the lord's will smith the lord's work what will smith was what's uh do you off the pop katsu do you remember will smith's character's name from i am legend oh shit it's a good trivia question oh i know think of it is it is it john legend (laughs) <laughs> Damn it! I thought you had it. No, totally threw me off. I'm just fucking uh, with you. No, I don't know, his, man. I don't his know. rank was colonel. He was a scientist, mm. and they started with the end. N. That's all I remember. His Dude, I only saw that a... movie once, and because mm-hmm. of the German Shepherd in that movie, I can't watch it again. Oh, that sucks. We, but we what we're doing Shepherd is, I'm like, it was so. Hard you remember that part that. where? He goes to the pier and he does his like everyday noon recording, like blast, radio blast, that I am here. I can protect you. I can house you. Mm. You're not alone. Yeah. Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're telling yeah. everyone who's weird like us, who's different like us, who's strong willed, strong mind, or at least like have an inkling of like, yeah, something's not right here. I'm not cool with Dude, this. Dude, that's what's so strange about the whole thing is in a way, I feel like we're totally normal. It's almost like everything else has gotten so weird that it, it, by contrast, us just being normal, like people just being normal is so rare and weird now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. 
I mean, it's a callback to another. I'm just making all. I'm the one making all these movie versions now. Now it's like uh, do it. Go um, for it. Roll up. Roll up, bitch. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what that's now from. I can't think of. That's from. That's from Swingers. Roll. Where's the Swingers? Roll up, bitch. Roll up. What is? Uh, why am I so bad at these kind of things? I'm, I I try to do these re- recall exercises, but I'm so bad at this. Yeah. What it was? Uh, Christopher. What was one of? Uh, it was probably one of his Christopher Nolan's first movie. Before with, Batman begins with Guy Pierce. Oh, Memento. Memento. Yes. I was thinking mnemonic. <laughs> yeah, Johnny um, mnemonic. I still never saw Johnny mnemonic. Remember the actor's name. Um, Good. You, but uh, take but what you it's can like, get. yeah, but it's like what we're doing here right now is reminding ourselves, just like Guy Pierce did, his character did constantly throughout the movies, like reminding yeah. himself, but sometimes misleading himself, but one way or another, we're reminding ourselves here that we are the normal ones. Like I, mm-hmm. when you just said that, that was really refreshing. I was like, oh, yeah. that's right. Because I always take pride in being the token. I know, guy. me yeah. too. It's weird. But then it's like, you're fucking right. Like, Mm. we're the ones saying, yeah, we are. We're the ones trying to have a modicum of a a healthy balance of of fun, but also, like, you know, we said earlier, morals, a moral compass, you know? We're trying to keep it together, you know? Yeah. We are keeping it together. Yeah. We... We are the adults in the room. Well, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you follow us on Spotify or your preferred podcast platform. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. And if you happen to use social media, come find us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all those sorts of places at FMAO Show. And remember, don't be immature. Be the adult in the room.